0: Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that will give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Our last podcast, we started speaking about the authority of the believer. And I wanted to carry that uh, theme on to today's message. But as I was thinking about it and preparing my heart, and I began to think who in the Word set an incredible example of walking in their God given authority? And who did it in such a way that the consequences of the faith that they placed in God and in His Word caused them to have. Uh, a massive ripple effect of God's blessing and favor and salvation to many around them. And as I was weighing these things up, I really felt the Holy Spirit begin to speak powerfully to my heart uh, about Mary, the mother of Jesus. So today, although we're speaking about the authority of the believer, I really believe we can learn a lot from The life of Mary and actually we're going to uh, just look at the beginning of Mary's story which is captured in Luke chapter 1 from verse 26. But today I'm going to just uh, read for you a bit here and there from verse 28 onwards. And in verse 28 it says, The angel Gabriel went to Mary and said, Greetings you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Let me ask you a question: Have you been? Have you ever been tempted to discount the promise of God? Well, Mary was given this incredible greeting from this angel that really completely caught her of God, and what followed was this amazing news. But her circumstances seemed to make the promise that the angel brought not only unlikely, but even impossible to come to pass. You know, friend, as we look into the word of God, sometimes in our flesh, It can feel as we look at the promises of God for our life that we'd like to believe it, but it almost feels unlikely or perhaps even impossible for it to come to pass. Praise the Lord that Mary rose up with a spirit of faith and accepted the wonderful promise that was brought to her by the angel Gabriel. And Let's let her example of faith stir us up in our own faith and encourage us to take God at his word as well. It's easy for us in our flesh to discount the promises of God. What do I mean by that? Well, we read an amazing promise or maybe hear someone preaching powerfully about a particular promise of God. And it sounds incredible, but there's something in you that feels a bit reticent, a bit guarded maybe, that says something along the lines of, well, yeah, God, you know, did say that, and that sounds good, but. And that but can have many, many different reasons behind it. And those reasons, so doubt and unbelief that can cause us to discount the promise of God. Let's not get stuck on a bat. Surely if ever there was someone who could have gotten stuck on a, oh, but God, surely it would have been Mary. I mean, there was nothing that Mary could do in and of her own strength to bring this promise to pass. She was completely reliant upon God to do what he said. In actual fact, as the angel begins to speak to Mary, scripture records that she was greatly troubled. And sometimes, although it sounds a bit ironic, we can be, like Mary, a bit troubled when we hear the promises of God. We would think that when the promises of God come that it would be nothing but this joy and elation and just oh wow isn't that incredible and we just run with it and in our spirit man we do respond like that if we are alive to God but in our flesh there can be this contention and even though Mary was going to be the mother of God she had to deal with that issue in her own heart as well and we can be encouraged actually as we see that many wonderful men and women of faith throughout the word had to deal with that in their lives. As a matter of fact, we can see that it's a pattern that we can observe in Scripture and this can actually help us to prepare our minds and hearts to counter it. You see, as soon as the promise comes to Mary, Scripture records She was greatly troubled. As soon as the promise comes, scripture shows us that the devil loves to try and come and steal it straight away. The temptation here for Mary was to be afraid. Imagine how different the story might have been if Mary had given in to that fear. Thank goodness God anticipated the devil's tactic and immediately countered it with his word. In verse 30, in the Passion Translation, it records, But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. So the angel challenges her and encourages her do not yield to your fear so we need to be aware of this predictable tactic of the evil one who wants to quickly try and steal the promise of God from our hearts when we hear God's word in actual fact Jesus talks about it in his own ministry In Mark chapter 4 and verse 14, when Jesus is explaining the parable of the sower to his disciples, he says, The farmer sows the seed. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. But we know, thankfully, We have a choice and this doesn't have to happen and it won't happen if we are prepared for it. We should be ready to counter Satan's tactic with God's word. Immediately when Mary began to feel troubled, the angel Gabriel gave her this inspirational and challenging and encouraging word and that steadied her. And allowed her to remain strong in her faith, to continue to hear what he had to say. Don't disqualify yourself with doubts before you even get going. How are we going to walk in the authority of the believer, the authority that God has called us to walk in and live in as believers? if we are constantly contending with doubts. Let's consider for a moment, why was Mary greatly troubled? And actually, what troubles us when we're challenged to take God at His word? Well, Scripture doesn't explain it too much, but I think probably the things that were challenging Mary in that moment are probably common to many of us as well. We know that Mary was quite young, perhaps only a teenager at the time. And maybe, perhaps, she battled with a bit of self-worth. It's certainly something that's troubled many people when they are challenged to take God at His word and to begin to follow Him and to begin to step out and walk in His ways. Many of us have had to battle with issues of self-worth, feeling like we've made too many mistakes and had too many failures. Other things that can trouble us are our inner skeptic. After all, we've seen so many things go wrong in our lives. We've seen so many people tell half-truths or flat-out lies. That our inner skeptic rises up and can cause us not to fully take God at his word. Maybe you have felt like you're too young or too old. You don't know enough or don't have enough experience. You're from the wrong family, the wrong background. You're too short, too tall, too many freckles, too many tattoos. The wrong hairstyle. No hairstyle at all. (laughs) Well I've got encouraging news for you today. And it comes from the book of 1 Samuel 16 and verse 7. And God has sent Samuel to the family of Jesse. And David is one of Jesse's sons. And Jesse has been presenting his son's. To Samuel, to see which of his sons God has chosen. But God speaks to Samuel and says this, For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So the Lord is looking at your heart and mine. How are we going to respond to him? How are we going to respond to his word? Yes, there are many things that can cause us like Mary to feel troubled. But you know, I've realized if you start looking for an excuse, you'll find one. So I think we should just stop looking for excuses. Rather look for reasons to believe. Decide to be a believer and not a doubter. You know, a believer is not someone who's never doubted. It's someone who's had the opportunity to doubt, but chosen to place their faith in Jesus nonetheless. Say this with me I believe and I receive. Come on, say it. I believe and I receive. I believe and I receive God's promises. I believe that God is who he said that he is and that he'll do what he said he will do. As you said that, did you begin to feel faith rising up in your heart? Even the process of choosing to be a believer and choosing to speak faith-filled words builds up our faith. And changes our mindsets and tunes us in to God's word and his will for our lives. Mary had to do the same thing. When the angel challenged her and encouraged her, she had to choose to respond to God's word and to tune in to what was being said to her. You might be hearing this and go, But Brett, yes, but you're talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother of God. I mean, this is Mary we're talking about. And you might say, well, it was easier for Mary. After all, God sent her an angel. True, Mary got an angel, but God sent you Jesus. Jesus is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of all the angels. You might say, yes, but when the angel Gabriel was sent to Mary, God had a very specific plan for Mary. I would say true, but God has a very specific plan for you as well. And you know, God didn't tell Mary everything that was going to happen. Mary had to continue to walk in faith and to trust God. I imagine it must have been very easy for Mary to feel completely inadequate. After all, who could she go to that had ever done what she was being called upon to do? <laughs> it had to be a walk of faith. And sometimes for you and I, we get hung up in our faith Simply because we feel, yes, but I don't know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month. Well, that's why it's called a faith walk, friend. But we can choose to walk faithfully before God every day. We can choose to believe every day that God is faithful toward us. And even as we place our faith in God's faithfulness, our faith is strengthened and our confidence rises up. And that confidence and that faith blesses God's heart. You know, after the angel Gabriel came and spoke to Mary and then departed, Mary had to continue to trust God And I want to talk to you about how a believer understands how to wait in faith for the fulfillment of the promise. You know, it may sound humorous, but the angel didn't leave Mary and the next day she had baby Jesus. Mary had nine months to wait. For nine months, Mary had to carry the promise of God within her before she finally saw Jesus for herself and could hold him in her arms. And I want to say this, what we carry in our hearts after receiving the word of the Lord determines what we see down the line. Nothing's going to be born that you haven't first carried. What promises of God are you carrying in your hearts? What are you hopeful for? What is that hope based upon? Do you know where those scriptures are found? You need to be reminding yourselves of those promises and those scriptures and reading them, not just daily, but perhaps as often as you need to, perhaps many times a day. Not only reading them, but thanking God prayerfully for them. Declaring them over your life. If you and I want to see the fulfillment of those promises, like Mary, we have to continue to walk in faith until they are fulfilled. A believer understands how to wait patiently in faith for the fulfillment of God's promise. Let's move on a little bit in the story of Mary. In verse 34, Mary says this After hearing God's plan, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. It's enough to know that God is over you and working in you. Mary asked, How will this be? And it's easy for us to get hung up on that question sometimes we focus so much on the how and the when that we forget to continue exercising our faith sometimes the fact that we don't know exactly how and when god's going to answer becomes a hindrance in our faith and actually This is a challenge that faces everyone who chooses the faith walk. After all, we need faith because we don't know exactly how and when. But I love the encouragement that comes from this passage that speaks about how God was going to fulfill his promise with Mary. The angel answered and said, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. And you know that Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to his disciples as well. And Jesus has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit too. The power of the Most High overshadows us just like it overshadowed Mary and caused God's promises to be fulfilled in her life. Sometimes it's got to simply be enough that we know that God is over us and working in us. And when those thoughts of doubt come, we can push them back and simply say, I know that God is over me. I don't know exactly how he's doing it or when it's going to happen. But I know that he is doing it and it will happen. Exactly how God does that is up to him. I can actually testify from first-hand experience that God has miraculously healed me in my body on a few occasions. And still to this day, I can't tell you exactly how he did it. But I know that he did. I'm incredibly thankful for that. You see, it doesn't actually matter that I know exactly how he did it. It matters that God is faithful and he knows the best way to answer our prayers. Here's another lesson that we can learn from the life of Mary. Mary came into agreement with the promise that was made to her through the angel Gabriel. And she held on to that word until nine months later, God's word to her was fulfilled and Jesus was born. And the result of Mary's faith has become a blessing for all mankind for all days. In verse 37 it reads, Not one promise from God is empty of power. Not one promise of God is empty of power. Friends, we've got to come into agreement with and hold on to the word of God. Because it's full of power. Do you know that the word of God is filled with enough power to bring itself to pass. Because it's the power of God. It goes on to say, Nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary responded saying, Yes, I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Let's learn from the excellent example set for us by Mary, and look and say it like Mary, Lord, let it be to me according to Your word. What an incredible faith-filled response to God! Let's choose every day to rise up in that same spirit of faith. Do you know that if we do that, it's going to release the hand of God to act on our behalf. To do that which we never had the power to do on our own anyway. Take God at his word. Stand on the scriptures he's given you. Read them over again and again. Prayerfully give thanks to them. Speak out your praises to the Lord. And like Mary, say, Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Say it when you feel good about it. And when the circumstances all seem against you, say it then as well. And continue to to believe it and say it in that same spirit of faith until it comes to pass because a believer understands how to wait in faith for the fulfillment of the promise. God bless you, my friends. I trust and pray that this message has spoken powerfully to your heart and that you will rise up and respond to God in faith just like Mary. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend.